0: Hey everyone, welcome back to another recap podcast from SNX Weave, where we give quick weekly recaps of news and important updates from the previous week from the Spartan Council and core contributors, as well as discuss what the Grants Council and Ambassadors are up to, so let's get started. Let's talk top priorities. At the moment, the CCs are busy improving atomic swaps, getting debt migration ready, and getting v3 and perps v2 to audit. Currently, the architecture refactor for perps v2 is mostly complete and is being reviewed internally by engineers. In addition to these top priorities, there are also several other SIPs that are currently in progress the SIPs for the direct integration and subsequent curve integration, as well as SIP 252 to allow SNX escrow entries to be liquidated. SIP 252 has been approved and is in its final testing stage. There was, however, some discussion regarding the penalties for this SIP, with Caleb suggesting a higher penalty on escrow liquidations and Kane being opposed to this. Caleb argued that this would encourage responsible staking, and while Kane is against this as a rule, he might consider it as a one-time cleanup action on the initial escrow liquidation. Feef also called attention to the fact that there's a one-click hedging solution now in DSNX, so there really isn't a reason for stakers to fall below the minimum C ratio. Kane was concerned, however, that the staking equilibrium may be disrupted with a move like this, particularly at the same time that many council members are starting to lean towards reducing, and possibly eliminating, inflation. For V3, the draft implementation for SIPs 301 through 305 have been completed, and SIP 301 should be in audit this week. And in some exciting news, there was some alpha drop during the weekly sync last week regarding some of the system details of v3. So be sure to check out our blog post to see the diagram. There was also one SIP presentation last week, so let's briefly review it. It was SIP 271 for the system wide suspension during the merge. Caleb presented this SIP, explaining that it will suspend all synthetics contracts on both Ethereum and Optimism two hours before the expected Ethereum merge event on September 15th will then resume activities after ensuring that Chainlink feeds and the rest of the protocol is in a stable state. It's just a precaution to give the core contributors and Spartan Council time to react in case something doesn't go according to plan. At the point of the merge, synthetics will no longer support proof of work. DB suggested a less controversial suspension parameter based on terminal total difficulty rather than a time period ahead of the specified block. Mike from Chainlink was also in the audience and came up to answer some questions. He confirmed that Chainlink will not be supporting proof of work going forward. They won't even be facilitating payment to proof of work node operators. And he doesn't think the hypothetical scenario where node operators continue to support proof of work on their own is possible, but he's going to confirm and get back to the group. In grants council updates, the team had an initial meeting with Quixotic to go over the details of the NFT project. Quixotic is very excited to be working with Synthetics on this project, and they have agreed to help with the marketing and coordination of the mint event, and Jade is working on the design for the minting site. As for the SIP submission site, the grants team shared the working site with all of the councils and CCs to get some feedback. The most significant comment was that many of the fields are not always necessary for a valid submission, so they have added instructions to fill fields with NA if this applies. The site was officially made live last week for the community to use. So be sure to check out our blog post for the link where you can start writing SIPs and SCCPs with ease. And Duck is already exploring some of the features that they would like to see in V2 of the site, specifically the ability to edit SIPs. Lastly, the stash page is also ready to go live. The staking percentage has been updated for accuracy with help from Caleb, and Quenta's trading volume data has been integrated. We should be seeing this very soon. In Ambassador Council updates, the team hosted not one, but two Spartan spaces last week. The first with Open Ocean and the second with Thales, so let's talk about them. Representing Open Ocean during the first call was DM, who is one of the ecosystem developers, has been in crypto for two years, but has been following the space since 2017. As a brief overview, OpenOcean is a DEX aggregator that seeks to deliver the best trading prices to users by taking advantage of liquidity across multiple DEXs. The ambassadors asked what their goals are for the Synthetix OpenOcean integration, and DM said the goal is to make sure users are getting the best bang for their buck. And Synthetix definitely supports that goal by offering limited slippage on large trades. When asked how Open Ocean is delivering the best fills, the guests answered saying swap pricing is very competitive, but they integrate liquidity sources as quickly as possible to get the best fills to users. They see Oneinch as their biggest competitor, and in order to capture market share, OpenOcean has been beating them on price. The protocol also recently had some updates, including a complete visual refresh of the landing page and UI upgrades, adding the trading view chart to the interface, adding more tokens to the selection list, adding limit order functionality, and it's now operational on mobile as well. DM also explained that in terms of user trust, OpenOcean doesn't actually take custody of any funds, so when you set an order, the funds remain in your wallet until the order is filled. And lastly, there was some discussion of OpenOcean's governance and future plans. At the moment, they are still in the early stages of governance, where most of the decisions are being made by a small team. And as far as a roadmap goes, they have a few goals for the coming months. They want to allow the community to be more involved in decision-making. They want to add cross-chain swaps. And longer term, they are interested in entering the wealth management space to help users make educated decisions on how to swap. Next up is a Spartan space with Thales. We got to hear from Padzank again, who's the strategy lead at Thales and has been around the Synthetics community for a while. As we all probably know, Thales is one of the first synthetic spin-offs on Optimism. For some background, Synthetics had the codebase already built in to support binary options, but they weren't able to develop it to its potential. Thales spun off from there with a focus on building out a suite of products based on this functionality. Anyone can create a binary options market, and when a market is created, two types of tokens are minted based on the possible outcomes. Depending on the outcome, only one of those token types is eligible for SUSD claim. Currently, Thales has the following product offerings. Positional markets, defined by assets above or below a specific price at a specific time range markets, defined by a price range at a specific time, exotic markets, which are prediction markets with in-house optimistic oracles, and overtime markets, the first fully on-chain AMM for sports games. Chainlink provides the odds and results oracles. For overtime markets, Padzang said they really nailed the launch of this first viable solution to decentralized, global, on-chain, permissionless sports markets. Bailey's users have access to the most competitive markets in the industry thanks to the limited overhead that comes with on-chain markets, as opposed to traditional sports markets. He is also confident that this type of market has the highest potential of capturing users who are not necessarily crypto-native. Pretty cool. Overall it was a busy week for the Ambassadors with these two successful Spartan Spaces. So don't forget to catch the recordings in case you miss them. And that's it for today's updates. Be sure to check out our weekly recap blog post, share this podcast link, and let us know what you think and what you'd like to hear more about from SNX Weave. Thanks for listening.